Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. When you walk on wax, you save your floors. The Johnson Wax Program, presenting Marion and Jim Jordan as Fibber McGee and Molly. Williams and his orchestra open the show with Things Look Brighter Again. Here's a housekeeping tip that will save you hours of work give you more time for relaxation, and keep your floors clean and shining. Use Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. This remarkable liquid floor polish dries in 20 minutes and shines without rubbing or buffing. Even dull, faded linoleum takes on new life and beauty with one application of Johnson's glow coat. Dirt can't stick to the gleaming surface. Scratches and stains are warded off by this wonderful protective polish. The ideal polish for printed or inlaid linoleum. Linoleum rugs, rubber tile, varnished and painted wood floors. Buy Glow Coat from your dealer tomorrow. Look for the attractive yellow can with the lettering GLO hyphen COAT. Johnson Self Polishing Glow Coat. Oh, yes, remember, you save money on the larger sizes. <laughs> Vista. But although Molly is quite interested, Fibber is too sophisticated for that sort of thing. And here, having a soda in the Wistful Vista drugstore and discussing the state fair, we find Fibber McGee and Molly. Oh, come on, McGee. Let's go to the state fair. No, sir, not me. You can go if you want to. But as the guy out in Hollywood says, include me out of it. State fairs is for farmers. Oh, well, I think we ought to give it our support. After all, the farmer's the backbone of the nation, you know. What of it? I ain't no chiropractor. (laughs) Hey, Fuzzy, give me another dash of soda in this, will you? It's it's losing its oomph. Yes, sir, Mr. McGee. Here you are. Thanks, bud. (laughs) A little bit of it on my shirt, but it's all right. (laughs) How about you, Molly? No, thanks. But I really want to go to the fair, McGee. Come on, be a sport. What do you mean, be a sport? I can't see no sportsmanship and walking your legs off going from one hot tent to another and <laughs> clapping hands in ecstasy at a couple of fat hogs, getting popcorn in your hair and barking your shins over a shed full of fresh-painted tractors. No, sir. A little more strawberry in this fuzzy. It's losing its flavor. Thanks. <clears throat> Hello there, McGee. Hello, Mrs. McGee. Oh, hi, Your Honor. Molly, it's Mayor Applepuss. <laughs> Your Honor, this is my wife, Molly. How do you do, I'm sure? Well, delighted to see you again, Mrs. McGee. Uh, Join me in a soda, Applepuss? 
Well, I don't mind if I do. Okay. Hey, Fuzzy, give the mayor another straw for my soda. <laughs> I'll run your race to the bottom of the glass, Applepuss. I, uh, uh, somebody told me you were in the drugstore. Oh. I came into, uh, well, I came into, uh, what I mean to say is, uh-huh. I am empowered, oh. yes, empowered, as director of the fair to appoint certain responsible citizens as supervisors. Stupid. And naturally, I immediately thought of you. Oh, oh well, Applepuss, I don't think I can take it. I ain't got any use for state fairs myself. Any salary to it? Uh, well, no, uh, but there is considerable honor attached to the appointment, as well as certain prerogatives. Uh, what's prerogative? That's City Hall double talk for percentages, Molly. <laughs> Meaning what, Applepuss? Well, uh, first you have the privilege of entering all concessions free of charge. Oh, think of that, Petey. Shucks, that's just a legitimate way of crawling under the tent, and it ain't as much fun. <laughs> what else, Applepuss? And, uh... With the official supervisor's badge. Oh, a badge, huh? Oh, well, no, no. It's got a blue ribbon on it. It has? What color? Blue. <laughs> I'll take it. And Fuzzy. Yes, sir? I want to see you out there at the fair, understand? It's the duty of every citizen to support a wonderful institution like the state fair. Come on, Molly, let's hurry out the fair. in the gate if you tell him you're a supervisor. Well, maybe I better get a couple of tickets. I'll get a refund after I get my badge. <clears throat> Hi, sis. Give me two in the front. Oh, it's Mrs. Wearybottom. Hi, Weary. Oh, hello, folks. Well, you, you selling tickets here? 
Yes, I get so tired of sitting at home and peeking at the neighbors out the window, I can do the same thing here and get paid for it. You'll find the snake charmer five tenths along the midway. I ain't interested in snake charmers, Worry. I'm more interested in the scientific exhibit. <clears throat> well, in that case, you better go see the fat lady in tent number eight. She could show Einstein several dimensions he never thought of. <laughs> Here's your tickets, Mr. McGee, and I'd advise you to stay off the merry-go-round. You're dizzy enough now. <laughs> well, where do you go to get your badge, McGee? Well, Applefoot said the administration building, but I don't know where the administration building... Hey, bud, where's the administration building? Me? What's he? I says, where's the administration building? The third large building past the hula dancer, Johnny. Oh. <laughs> Much obliged, bud. Say, is she a pretty good dancer? Yeah, but I wouldn't trust her myself. She's just a shake in the grass. Heavenly <laughs> <laughs> day. Perhaps I better hurry and get my supervisor's badge so I can see some of this stuff. I got to... Pardon pu- me, did I hear you say you were a supervisor, sir? Twelve times in the last five minutes, lady. Uh, why, sis? What can I do for you? Well, I put up some pickles for exhibit, and my neighbor put up some pickles, too. Only the pickles she put up, she put up in a lot fancier bottle them than I put up in mine, and the ones she got put up a lot, look a lot better than the ones I put up. How does she get away with it? <laughs> I'd say that was a put-up job. <laughs> I'll take care of it. Thank you. You see, Molly, what it means to be a supervisor? It ain't every man that'd qualify for a job like this. You gotta be ambitious. Apply yourself. And Johnson's Wax, you can apply yourself so easily and quickly that your floors... Hi, Paul. Hi, folks. Hello, Mr. Wilcox. Say, I didn't know you were so interested in state fairs. Oh, sure. I'm playing on one of the polo teams this afternoon. Oh. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I ever tell you about the time Harpo first learned to ride a horse, Molly? No. (laughs) He asked the riding instructor which was the offside, and the teacher said, just get on and you'll find out. (laughs) Oh, all right, all right. The way I get... See the latest scientific developments in outdoor dentistry. No pain or no pay. Old Dr. Dentine, the world-famous molar manipulator. We fill them and yank them, charge them and thank them. Yes, indeed. How about you, my little man? Who, me? Listen, bud. I'm a supervisor of this fair, so don't get uppity with me. Ah, yes, a supervisor. You betcha. I see you have a large cavity right in front there that needs filling, my boy. Huh? Why don't you buy a lollipop? (laughs) Step right up, folks. Extractions with a smile and treatments with a roar of laughter. Well, uh, how much do you charge the pool teeth, doctor? It all depends, madam. Most patients, two dollars. Special patients, only one dollar. What have you got to have to be a one dollar patient, doc? Buck teeth. All right, sir. Smart guy, huh? That dreaded, I wish I had my supervisor's badge on. They wouldn't be so... Hey there, Skinny. What's the idea of parading up and down in front of the dentist exhibit? Yes, if you got a tooth bothering you, Skinny, go on up and have it fixed. Yeah. Why, if the teeth are okay for folks, but uh, this, the dentist, don't belong to the union, and I'm a ta-ta-ta-ta-toothpicket. <laughs> <laughs> You know, there's a lot of exhibits I want to see, particularly the hog calling contest. Not me. I had all I wanted a hog calling contest. Oh, go on. When were you ever in a hog calling contest? Huh? And which side were you on? <laughs> what do you mean, which side was I on? Well, I was the champion hog caller of Iowa from 1908 to 1921, but I had to give it up. You did? Yep. I was at the state fair in Des Moines, and when I started hollering, suey, 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 we begun to get wires from butchers in Omaha, Chicago, and Cincinnati. 
saying to shut up on account of their bacon was jumping off in the hook. Oh, <laughs> oh look, McGee, there's Silly Watson. Oh, hi, Sil. Hi, ma'am. How are you, both? Ah. <laughs> what you doing at the fair, Sil? Well, I'm working here, please, sir. Doing what, Silly? Well, I'm the head duck man. <laughs> you mean you're in charge of the poultry exhibit, Sil? No, sir, I mean I duck my head. I, I'm working at the African Dodger. It's a conception. <laughs> oh, no, silly. You mean it's a concession. Yes, ma'am. It sure is on my part. <laughs> you mean you're the guy who sticks his head through the canvas wall and lets people heave baseballs at you, Sil? Yes, that's me. Mm. Well, why aren't you working now, silly? Well, I ain't no fool, ma'am. I got my, my brother considerable working for me for a while. There's a bunch of baseball players here from the Giants, and I ain't taking no chances. <laughs> well, I don't blame you, Sil. When are you going back to work? I'm going back to work later on, please. Then there won't be no more ball players around except some little old Cincinnati Reds, and they don't worry me nothing. <laughs> Tell me, that's kind of dangerous work, isn't it? Yes, ma'am. If and I get hit, it is. But if I can keep dodging them okay, they ain't much danger. Only thing is, that it makes me kind of nervous, is there's a shooting gallery right behind me. <laughs> I, I, I can duck most every baseball with my head, but I can't dodge no bullets with my... Well, it sure is... <laughs> I'm Como sings, The Moon Got in My Eyes. Out of the darkness, you suddenly appeared. You smiled, and I was taken by surprise. I guess I should have seen right through you, but the moon got in my eyes. I was so thrilled by the love you volunteered. That I gave my heart without a compromise I guess you don't remember, do you? When the moon got in my eyes I thought a kingdom was in sight That I would have the right to play But with the morning's early light I didn't have a dream to my name You know the saying that all who love are blind It seems that ancient adage still applies I guess I should have seen right through you But the moon got in my eyes Nope, they say his old apple puss is out on the ground someplace and for me to come back in 15 or 20 minutes. All right. Well, say, uh, let's look around a little bit then. Let's go in here to the inventor's exhibit. Oh. Hey, look at all the gadgets, will you? Are you an inventor, sir? Yes, madam. I'm the inventor of this bathtub. Interesting, isn't it? <laughs> What's interesting about it, bud? Looks like an ordinary bathtub to me. Oh, well, take a feel of it. You see? Oh. Yeah, the whole bathtub is carved out of soap. Oh, my. 
You see, uh, this prevents losing the soap in the tub and also provides a self-lathering bath with a lovely scent of violets permeating the bathroom. Dear, oh dear. Well, it'd be a bit slippery, though, wouldn't it, sir? Well, possibly, madam. I'm working on that angle, however. <laughs> Why don't you give a dozen sandpaper bathing suits with each tub, bud? Oh, that's... Hey, that's splendid. Uh, thank you, sir. Thanks. Did you ever hear about my invention, the collar button locator? No. What was that? Uh, I built me a fake dresser with the legs sticking up on top, so when the collar button starts to fall to the floor, it sees the top of the dresser and falls back up again. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Well, so long, Stoopnagel. So long, bud. <laughs> Come on, Molly, let's get out of here. Oh, McGee, look at that man with the megaphone. He seems to be talking to himself. I'm surprised everybody around here ain't talking to himself. I... Hey, listen. All right, folks, step right up and see the world's greatest collection of freaks and marvels collected from the far corners of the earth. It's an amazing exhibit, folks. What's inside, bud? Brother, you'd be surprised. Oh. Is it something my wife shouldn't have in Auto City? No, no. Anybody can see it. Men, women, and children. Well, then, what are you whispering for? I got laryngitis. <laughs> hey, let me take that megaphone, bud. You go out the first aid tent and get yourself a gargle. Oh, what do you know about sideshow barking, McGee? Who, me? <laughs> Why, shucks, Molly. I used to be the most famous barker in the outdoor amusement racket. And I made the racket. No doubt. Ballyhoo McGee, I was known as in them days. Oh, my. Ballyhoo McGee, the baby.